The third season of the business podcast Grow Now will address a multitude of questions that every entrepreneur has encountered or has asked himself at least once. The untold story of what an entrepreneur's life is made of, the enthusiasm and the true beauty of entrepreneurship, a journey that happens either because of necessity or due to the opportunities presented. But is it for everyone? Join us for the answers that this exciting new season has in store. Hello everyone and welcome to the Entrepreneur Story, the new season of the Grow Now podcast. My name is Raluca Gomeja. I'm an international business owner, speaker, consultant, coach, and mostly what I do these days is supporting entrepreneurs grow their life and their businesses. I have two big passion in life, one for people and one for businesses. So seeing people and businesses grow, it is what gives me a sense of purpose. In this new season, I'll be focusing on sharing secrets to open and grow any businesses. These are the stories nobody shares, the tips, the real truths of what it means to have a business and live an entrepreneurial life. Nobody prepares us to be or become an entrepreneur. There is no specific school for it, and most of successful entrepreneurs who can share their stories are too busy to do so. So providing you have wondered, would it be good for me to have my own business? Do I really have what it takes to be successful? Or now that I started and see the struggle with it, should I keep going or stop before it's too late? Or gosh, I really work hard. I wonder why my business is not longer growing. This and so many more answers in this new season. While you may listen to this podcast while driving or doing something in parallel, I will definitely encourage you to take notes, at least for the tips and things to do, as this is the best way not only to remember, but also to implement, because the key is implementation. And as most entrepreneurs have no time, we'll keep it short, 10-15 minutes per week, so you can actually make time for you and your business. People ask me, is this the right moment to start something different, to be innovative, to implement things? Sure it is. Most of us are afraid to invest or even start working with an expert to find ways further. This podcast could be the affordable way to actually start doing and see the results before you decide to invest in working with someone. Ready? Let us start this beautiful story of entrepreneurs. Hello again, my dear friends, my dear followers, and welcome back to your entrepreneur stories. Those kind of stories that hopefully make you reflect on how to improve your business or providing you want to open a business, how to get further with that thought. Now, in the last few episodes, we talked about expenses and cash and cash management. And I can promise you that, you know, I'll go back and talk a little bit more about figures and uh, business performance. And um, this is what I feel like doing today. So I know it may not be um, a very, you know, um, let's say... Uh, fun topic for entrepreneurs. They uh, don't necessarily spend time on this one. Um, In the same time, I feel that especially in the time that we are living right now, this is something that most entrepreneurs should be learned on how to focus on it. So ready? Okay, I'll keep it short, I promise. And it will be fun as well. Let's, Let's do this. So you see, 
I was saying that most of the time entrepreneurs is not following this uh, because they are much more operational. So they don't like to spend time in the office doing reports and figures and, you know, focusing on the business performance. Um, and although this is totally understandable from, um, let's say, operational point of view, because you need to be out, you need to do stuff, you need to make the business working and running, obviously, it is also at least once a month a time for you to take some distance from the, from the business and also be able to understand what really happened in your business. Business performance is something that it's allowing us to take this kind of a helicopter view, to detach a little bit from the rush of the operational from day to day, and then to reflect a little bit on the long term, to understand what is working well, what is working a little bit less well, where are the points that we definitely need to improve, and to strategize a little bit more. You see, it's a moment where we actually reflect instead of doing. But in order to reflect, we need something to reflect on. We need data, we need figures, isn't it? At the beginning of a business, maybe this is not so essential, but as you start growing the business, as the business starts to reach 1 million, 3 million, 5 million, this is something that is becoming mandatory. And it's something that you, as a business owner, obviously I will not recommend to, to delegate. You may have somebody in charge of finance. You may think that, you know, your CFO or your you know, financial advisor is doing that for you. This is not something that you want to put on somebody else's uh, responsibilities. You can ask them to do some reports for you. You don't have to do your own reports. You can have reports that are automatically generated, by the way, from, from tools that you may put in place. So I would not suggest you to spend time on that, except if, as I say, it's still in the beginning, in the early phase of the business, and you don't have somebody to do that. But nonetheless, you are the one that needs to reflect and needs to have not only a quantitative approach, but also a qualitative approach. So now, let me go a little bit deeper in what is um, this uh, business performance and how do we measure it. Um, in corporate, we talk a lot about what we are uh, naming key performance indicators or KPIs. So this is something that is key for a business to follow, right, in order to improve performance or to get a specific result. While small companies are not necessary into, you know, following KPIs, they, they don't have so many and they don't necessarily feel they need to have too many, corporates have a tendency of using indicators to measure their performance. And while this is a very valid practice, the key here is the word key, as they may turn out into having too many of those. So why am I talking about corporation and, and multinationals when it's coming to business performance? Because this is how we learn from. These are the people have, that have developed this kind of approach for years and years and that are performing good on that. But also, um, although it's a best practice to, to follow the progress, Often, KPIs becomes extremely numerous. Um, even reaching hundreds of them and pages of reports, when you go back into a corporate environment, you will realize what I'm talking about. So, there are a lot of reasons behind that. And I'm mentioning to you in order to know that this may happen to you when you start to follow as well your own KPIs. You know what happens is that every department follows something they believe is key you know, independent of the overall business uh, or new projects are getting out and they also create new specific KPIs and so forth. So you see, there is no point 
for entrepreneurs to go that way because they can actually learn from the lessons and apply the good process to their own business, including what mistakes to avoid. So, especially for those of you, so we have different type of, of entrepreneurs. So we have those that are starting from scratch and they don't have so much business acumen and those they need to train a little bit themselves in terms of, you know, what is business performance? And this is why I'm, I'm doing this podcast as well. And then you have some that are coming from this, you know, multinational, they used to have a job, they used to be employee, and maybe they come with this kind of best practices from corporation. And if you are in this second category, you definitely need to understand what mistakes to avoid because it's not copy paste. It's not something that, you know, because corporate are doing it will work the same for a small or medium sized company. This is not necessarily true. So let me go back to why we are following KPIs. Following KPIs, it gives us focus. Yet too many KPIs makes the exact contrary effect. Businesses are lost in measurements. Business owners have hard time following them and actually reaching a conclusion. And this leads to a difficult decision process as a result of lack of clarity or sometimes indicators that are contradicting themselves. So therefore, losing their operational meaning and the essence of why they have been created to begin with. Now, remember why we are starting to follow KPIs. We start to follow KPIs because it's key for our performance. It's those kind of figures, that kind of reports that will help us measure where we are going. So let me take some practical examples. So let's say that you are opening a new business in a new country. Yeah, you definitely want to know how that business is growing, isn't it? So what will be the kind of KPIs that will show you the business growth? Could it be number of clients, for example? Could it be uh, average sales per client, for example? Could it be uh, monthly turnover or sales? Um, could it be a margin and what is your margin, especially in the beginning, because you will have the cost of, of operating and opening the office. So you see what am I saying? That's a basic example when you are opening, uh, let's say, an office in the new country. But let's say that you want to improve um, your sales. You want to grow your sales in, a let's say, a business that you're running for a while. And then you start hiring some salespeople. In that case, you definitely want to follow the performance of those salespeople, right? You want to know how many uh, customers they are visiting every day or how many customers they are talking with every day, how much, um, how long did they talk, what is the average call per, per customer, what are the results of those calls, you know, how many times did they call a client before a client taking an action and buying something extra. You see, so all that are just simple examples of things that we need to follow in order to follow the progress and the performance on the topics that are essential for us. So hope this is giving you a little bit more sense of what type of KPIs to, to follow. But also, um, what you want is like, for example, in my previous case, when we are talking about hiring some salespeople, you want them to make their own report and to give you not only these figures, but also some explanation, some qualities explanation about why those figures are looking like that. So you may want to know, for example, one of the sales reps, he's calling 10 clients uh, per day, while the others is calling 15 clients per, per day, right? And you want to know what is the first one doing? What is the second one doing? And eventually find out that the second one, maybe it's a little bit more 
proactive, more uh, efficient while making calls, going straight to the point, or I don't know. Or maybe you will find out that 15 is too much and he doesn't have time to connect with the clients while making so many calls. All that is something that you will reach as a conclusion as soon as you have the information. Okay? So now, let me go back into uh, what is the good practice. So, the good practice will involve a one-page maximum KPI report that is becoming your managing compass uh, with no more than 10 KPIs. So, if you are a business owner, this is what you want to have for your business. This also involves making a clear distinction about what is relevant, what is a priority, and what needs focus. The exercise is far more complex than it looks. In my experience, working with business owners, before giving them any guidance, right? So I tell them, okay, tell me what is important for you right now, where the focus should be, what are the things that you want to improve, and then make me a proposal, like a list of KPIs that you will think um, it's important for you to follow. And when we have time to do this exercise in this order, usually they are coming they are becoming very creative out of the blue, right? So they are coming with a lot of uh, KPIs. They put this and this and this and this and this and this and this. Now, what is the problem, you may ask? The problem is that when we have so many details, we get lost in the details, isn't it? And then when we are having too many KPIs, it is very easy to keep adding them, to keep adding them, and to find reasons why uh, this one is also relevant and also important and also a priority. So, to keep it efficient, and I will give you the tip that I give to all of my clients when we go into this kind of process, the golden rule is to add one, lose one. Meaning, never adding a new KPI without taking an old one out. Because, you know, as humans, we cannot focus on too many things in the same time. And while most departments or teams or, you know, different offices can work with their own one-page focus, the rule should be applied up to the top. So if you are the managing director, if you are the owner, the business owner, up to your level should only come one-page KPIs, the one that will give you focus. Eventually, you can have a second page, but it's more qualitative part, like comments, information that are explaining the figures. And as we move up, you know, we integrate all information. So instead of making the sum of all KPIs, the focus shall go back into, okay, I keep it to one page because this is relevant for that specific level. So remember, why we are doing this? What gets measured gets focused. What gets focused gets results. So to be efficient, you need to keep it simple. So I hope that by now you are convinced that KPIs are important for you and you will start making your own list. And to help you with that, in the next episode, I will give you some specific tips on how to actually create those sets of KPIs and how to grow it further. Hopefully, by next time, you will already have your first list of KPIs. So go back there, enjoy. This is your entrepreneur story. Thank you for listening. And for more information on her business coaching, ebooks, and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.